already. He's mad because I said the baboon could do his job. <laughs> the baboon. He did. He did say that. <laughs> and now, now he's in full like audio producer mode. He's really cracking the fucking whip over here. All right, we're gonna hit this yeah. on the one. All right. <laughs> hey, we're fucking live in five. Are we doing this or not? Like Jesus, You're peaking. Jesus, Jesus. Okay, 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 okay. John. You're peaking. You're peaking. I'm, I'm Jesus. not even. I'm not even wired yet. How can I be? Peaking? Move. Move away from your microphone. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, we're, all, oh, we're all back together. It's the reason for the season, boys. Hell yeah. I'm Another done with holiday school. classic that we've I'm, I'm done with school, so I'm back. Hey, look same. at that. Yeah. It same. was not the same without you. <laughs> I haven't I haven't no. I didn't want to listen to the episode until I watched the movie, and now that I'm on break, my plan is to watch that movie. We, yes, we didn't have like a bad discussion on the movie, but it just like I everything was thrown off. And so I just kept like, oh, I guess we're in it. And we just like started talking. And then at the end, we ended that episode very abruptly. Oh, we, I'm just did. Like, we did this. Yeah. yeah we, we, I ended we... it very abruptly. <laughs> oh, really? Good. Yeah. I, I was can't like, wait to listen to it. I was like, all right, well, I guess that's it. If you want to reach out, I just kind of went in. And the just the ball started rolling and there was nothing that we could do to stop him. Like he was just, it was, it was, it was a man drunk with power. But also Sorry, we all I really. Threw off the groove. We all really enjoyed the movie, so we all, we didn't have like a ton to say about it because we yeah. were all like, yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, everyone like said about it. And yeah, so when Ram- Sammy sees it, we can open that up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we can have it. We can talk a little yeah. bit more when I when I see it for the next episode. <laughs> They're just a mini sub with just the two of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I just but knew if black. I went, no, Andy, like I got more to say. It would then just be like a real terse like moment where we're just, really? like <laughs> when we're done. Yeah. So it's like, Andy was done. Just, yeah. just a pregnant pause as we all just scatter yeah. trying to figure out what the fuck we're doing because Andy says we're done, but Raymond says we're not done and nobody's in charge. <laughs> it was it was lol it was absolute chaos. It's like fucking I'm two sure stuff. I, I'm sure you didn't plan the intro ahead of time, and the intro went perfect. I'm sure that that went great <laughs> without, without me saying my name. <laughs> without a hitch. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as you would expect. Oh, but, good, good. But you know what? Second time's the charm. We're here this week, so let's try it again. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Never Seen Any of This. My name is Andy. I'm Sammy. I'm TJ. And I'm Raiden. The caboose. It's like a, it's like a warm blanket. It just feels good I'm to actually be very back. warm. I'm wearing a pretty awesome uh, Star Wars sweater oh, that nice. no one can Ooh. see but you oh, guys. Oh, yeah, look at those ad-ats roaming free. Those are free-range yeah. ad-ats. Yeah. I'm I'm sitting on my comfy spot on the couch today, and I got, got a blanket. Nice. Nice. Got a little nice. blanket. So, yeah, we're, we're nice and cozy. Settling yeah, for I had to wear Star Wars because uh, the new Mandalorian episode, Babu Freak, comes back, and it's just hey. awesome. What? So, oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. Andy hasn't seen it. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Spoiled it. <laughs> I had a guy at work who was doing that all day. He was like, "Oh, it's pretty crazy that like Jabba was back, right?" She's <laughs> fun. Yeah. Hey, Kit Fisto, who the funk? Yeah. Oh my god! If Kit Fisto showed up, showed up, I'd go take a lap around the neighborhood. I'd be so fucking excited. What a, what a weird, what a weird thing to be excited about anymore. <laughs> like, I don't even have that much like affinity towards him. I would just be so pumped that Kifisto showed sure. up. <laughs> He's in Clone Wars quite a bit. He could come back. Hell Why not? Out of the possibility. <laughs> I remember playing the living shit out of some Cartoon Network little flash game or whatever that had Kit Fisto as like the main thing. It was just like a little scroller with a, like a lightsaber thing. So sure, cool. I, if I heard that you know Squid Boy was back, then great. <laughs> yeah, um, little Squid Boy. Speaking of squids and tentacles and things, what the fuck hey! did we watch? Oh. Oh, that was good. Oh. That was actually really good. Hey. Damn. Oh my god. A baboon a baboon could do my job. You're going to steal it from me. You're better at this than I am. Yeah. Throw it over to DJ. Shit. Uh well, keeping in our tradition like uh last week, we're watching movies that are technically Christmas movies because they kind of take place. They have something tangentially to do with Christmas. Idris Elba in this movie like, says the words, "It's Christmas." Uh, yeah, that's what, half half of the movie I would say is in on Christmas. So like, that's what I mean, yeah, yeah, you did. Good. I was I was poking around on the internet and I saw somebody posted a gif of uh, the movie that we watched today, Prometheus, mm-hmm. and it was Idris Elba with a little Christmas tree saying, "Hey man, it's Christmas." I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that, and I went, "Oh, I remember seeing that movie. I remember now, liking that movie, and I remember 
some people not liking that movie mm-hmm. and i said mm-hmm. this this could be good for conversation let's fucking watch prometheus and now so that's we, what we did we need to get something out of the way Oh, right right okay. now before we we really delve oh. in here like okay, regardless okay. regardless of our feelings about the movie as a whole mm-hmm. or uh-huh. or the particular performance of this particular person Uh-oh. yeah how do we feel about idris elba's southern accent in this movie <laughs> uh, i half the I time mean, sure. i couldn't figure out what his accent was yeah. i just knew it was yeah. the accent it was an yeah. amalgam of several southern accents, but I want him to fuck me too bad to where I don't care. I think I think that's maybe where I get the give him the pass. Like you saying that it was yeah. southern was a surprise to me. Yeah. So. Sure, it was something. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely uh, and when I watch it, I went, "That is an Idris Elba accent." What's well, like yeah. he does place the, what it was. He does he's the just the doing Baltimore a voice. accent great in the wire. Like I didn't know for years yeah. that he's like great. no shit. That's right. so strange to me. But now, like hearing him in this movie, I was like, this is closer to like his actual voice with like weird affectations on it. I couldn't place yeah. what he was supposed to be other well, than and, American. And linguistically, like the the what we sort of commonly sort of know as like a British accent is way closer to like an american southern accent uh-huh. as opposed to like a baltimore accent or right. or like a, like a your sort of like standard like hi i'm an american man voice mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like it, it's 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 closer to that but he somehow manages to be farther from that <laughs> <laughs> he went too <laughs> far something but okay i was just taking the temperature on on that real quick just um, because that was something i felt needed clearing up yeah i'm not a good person to ask because and you guys are going you guys are going to be so pissed off at me but mm-hmm. earlier this week i watched cats again and oh. after watching you piece of shit why <laughs> why do you do that to yourself was the soundtrack not enough for you that yeah, I, I was gonna you? say did you put the soundtrack on while you watched it or you know sometimes you find yourself one and a half edibles deep and, oh, your, little no. sister, and your little sister walks into the room and says i kind of want to watch cats and before she's done saying that sentence, you're pulling up HBO Max and turning it off. <laughs> before you you're know it, you're a fucking monster. Shanks. You need to be and, purified. And after, you know, Idris Elba as uh, McCavity the mystery cat in that movie, after that performance, right. I'll watch him do yeah. anything else. Yeah. All that is naked forgiven. Naked cat. cat. Naked. I still have not watched it just because I wanted to watch it with, like, a group of people. I don't even know if I'm interested at that juncture. It's no good for me to watch this by myself at night when, like, my girlfriend's gone to bed and it's just me. Like, there's no, No. No. that's just punishment. I might as well just like hang out with everyone and see it that way. I watched it. Rather watch a snuff film. (laughs) I watched it with Kenzie, and I would say like every 20 minutes we paused and called Andy because we were like, "What is happening?" (laughs) You need to. Yeah, you used all your lifelines real quick. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. (laughs) I was watching it with my little sister, and she kept being like, "Wait, what's going on?" And then I would launch into like a five-minute-long continuous sentence Mm -hmm. about the plot, and she'd be like. Well, why do you know this? Because <laughs> <laughs> you've seen it like ten times. Oh, it's, I spend this is way your too tusk. much time thinking about the plot of Cats. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Oh man. Um. Yeah. All right, TJ. Prometheus. Using Cats, get back to the movie. Can you do it? Okay. Can you do? It? <laughs> oh boy. Just I like the know. cat in the original Alien movie, we've watched the prequel. <laughs> the cat did. The cat watched the what? prequel? No, what I, the I tried, guys. I tried. <laughs> okay. All right. You started so strongly that I thought, oh, shit, he's going to do it. I just wanted <laughs> to watch. I almost landed. He oh. was, now, we were setting TJ up just so you could take his thunder and just do it. And instead, you just fucking... I saw he was flailing. I saw I was I was coming in. So you flailed with him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you I'm still choosing whether to be, like, mad or unimpressed about the cat. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Yep. <laughs> well... I know that Sammy had seen Prometheus. Yeah. Because we, we saw it, it? together. Oh, we saw cool, it together. Cool. Yeah, I was going to say, did we see it? That's been so long. We did. We saw it. When did this come together. out? 2012, It came 2012. out the weekend we graduated high school. Because I remember wow. we, we went and saw it the day after graduation. <laughs> cool. I do not remember that at all. I do remember. Um, I do not remember why. <laughs> I remember up to that. The, up but... to the Prometheus, before Prometheus had come out, I had not seen the alien movies so we, we i know we oh, wow. well, i remember sitting down and watching those movies to get ready for prometheus with you but i don't I think, remember the oh, occasion of going to see interesting prometheus, so and i believe we only watched one and one, aliens yeah one yeah we just watched alien one and aliens yeah. because yeah. i only recently have seen alien 3 what and I have oh not, i like alien which 3. is great 
Alien yeah. Three rules. Yeah. It just it what? doesn't belong uh, in the that's same. That's David Fincher's. <laughs> yeah, I have not seen Alien it's Resurrection. Fucking awesome. Alien, Alien Resurrection is... fucking slaps. It's, it's written by Joss Whedon, I think. Yeah. Oh wow. It is. And directed well, and by the guy I who directed it exactly. Isn't once. fucking Ron Perlman in that one? He's in three. Yes. He's in three. Yeah. Mm. No, I think oh, he, he's in Resurrection. I don't fucking know. I watched it. One I don't time know. A it's ago. fun. <laughs> Resurrection is directed by the French guy who did Amelie. Oh. Oh. Real for hire and, there. And it was supposed to be two movies, and they did not after Resurrection came out. Okay, mm. that's fine. I do remember no. driving home after seeing Prometheus, and Kenzie and I just being so confused <laughs> and not understanding anything that happened. I think. I went into this movie being like, I remember being very confused. And by the en- yeah. end of watching it again, I was like, okay, I wasn't as confused, but yeah. there's still some confusing I think, things. <laughs> I think the real confusing thing about when this movie came out was all of the weird marketing around it because mm. they didn't know how to market it at all. Because in the early 2000s, Ridley Scott was like, I want to make another Alien movie. And him and James Cameron together actually developed huh. a sequel that was going to be called alien engineers that was like basically the same sort of plot as this. right apparently a, a lot of the same yeah i i guess it was gonna have sigourney in it also interesting and they, were de- they were developing it and then 20th century fox was like okay uh we're also developing alien versus predator and apparently james cameron in very james cameron fashion heard that and went fuck it i don't want to touch it anymore and they all walked away because <laughs> okay. he was like you're gonna tarnish the franchise if there's avp out there so they walked well, away and oh, didn't damn. okay yeah <laughs> i mean so avp2 did... is bad bad yeah. bad i mean i haven't AVP... seen that one i've heard that one is better than the first one the first i one disagree I... <laughs> I have only seen the first avp i owned it when I bought like every movie I ever saw at Hollywood Video, when it just became right. like three dollars for a movie, so I bought. Sure. I owned every fucking movie I saw. So yeah, I watched AVP like five times. I, never I think saw that the was second one. That was like the like one of the first like I got permission to watch a PG thirteen movie mm, when right. I was a kid, and mm-hmm. so I think maybe that's why I'm I'm going to bat for it right now. It's sure. probably very bad, uh, but but I I mean I remember liking the set design on it. Like that was kind of closer to mm. the original like Giger shit than like the last four Alien movies that came before mm-hmm. it or whatever. Mm. And anyway, sorry, go ahead. But then so those movies came out and Ridley always kind of wanted to go back to it, and then I guess they brought on they brought on a writer who wrote it as Alien Engineer or Alien Engineers, I think is what they were going to call it. Sure. And they they wrote that script. And then they brought on Damon Lindelof, <laughs> right. who apparently... This feels like all, a Damon Lindelof project from It the absolutely 2000s. does. It does. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why I like a lot of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I do like a lot, because I like, as goofy and as, like, okay of a writer Damon Lindelof is, there's a lot of things he does that I really, really like. I think, th- th- I mean, like, there's some stuff in this that's about as subtle as a gun. And then there's yeah. some other stuff in it that's really, really well got- really well done. Um, and I think that's the yeah. Damon Lindelof of, of it all. Is like, he can be incredibly subtle and not subtle at all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's, like, super into... Well, I guess if the engineers part was... I wonder if Ridley Scott is, like, super into, like, conspiracy stuff. Apparently the whole plot was yes. not Lindelof. Apparently... Yeah the writing process of this movie was Ridley Scott and Damon Lindelof sitting in a room, Ridley smoked cigars and yelled the plot at Damon, and then he went home and wrote it and brought it back great. to Ridley, who was like, this is great. Okay, <laughs> see? That's fantastic. That extreme yeah. writing so scenario. Because, like, this is sort of, like, I listen to a lot of, like, last podcasts on the left and, like, like coast to coast for, for shits and giggles, and, and so, like, this is, like, prevailing, like, alien theory or whatever is that, like, right. so some, some higher beings engineered us and then dropped us off right. or whatever and then yeah. well, we've and just so, been an experiment gone haywire and they've been trying to wrangle us in with 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 contrails and all other sorts and this whole plot <laughs> was supposed to be a prequel to alien it mm-hmm. was supposed to take right. place on the same planet as the original alien mm-hmm. and like lead up right into that movie see now, that's I what get... i think what i was confused by when i walked away from the movie that i was like i thought it did and then well, you, then later we looked it up and it was like no it's on a different planet and uh-huh. it's not a, it directly did. and I was like oh it totally like the ship 
falls and lands and looks like the sh- right. ship landing looks the exact same as the ship they come across in Alien. So I thought and it they, was. And then it's like, nope, it's a different planet. It's like, oh, and, okay. And for this was in development for a long time and they were reporting on it a lot. So like they were, mm-hmm. Ridley Scott was working on an Alien prequel is what was in like out in the world. That's what people knew was right. happening for years leading up to it. And then about a year before they decided... It, Ridley came out and said, no, this is not an alien movie. He just kept saying, it has alien DNA. I remember that. But it straight hmm. up has an alien in it. It I does. Mean, well, <laughs> and, but not really. Because it's not the exact same alien? He's and in then, a stage in development. Yeah. And then after this movie came out, Ridley Scott came out and said, I'm making a trilogy, and this is the first of a trilogy, and the next one's going to be called Alien Covenant. Now, have any of you seen Alien Covenant? No, that's what I was going to ask. No. I was like, I, this one first. I was super excited to see Covenant because I, 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 I think I enjoyed Prometheus. Again, I was very confused by Prometheus when I first saw it, but I did really enjoy it. And I was like, Covenant looks like it's going to be more, much more with actual aliens. So I was like, uh-huh. cool. And then I just never saw it because I, I heard never saw reviews it. about it. I do know there was a this... thing there somewhere in the middle where they were going to give. The dude who did District Nine, Alien, and he like worked a bunch oh, on he, it, and then they took it away. It was do... like Ridley Scott's doing an Alien, and they took it away from him. Hmm. He was gonna do the erase all the sequels and do a sequel and a sequel basically reboot? do a sequel to Aliens. Mm-hmm. He was gonna say everything after Alien Three and on never happened, and he was gonna do a sequel that involved Newt and all of them. His after his aliens. designs and stuff that he like he released his like sketches and stuff that he had planned and like it looks really cool, but I just remember the that's story his of wheelhouse. Him, like, he had planned a bunch of stuff and they were like giving him the go ahead and then at some point, Fox came to him and was like, uh, Ridley wants to do Alien and they took it away from him. And you know what? I feel like I would rather have Ridley Alien move. I would rather right. have another. I would rather have a sequel to Covenant than mm-hmm. have them do another reboot. So did you Whatever. see Covenant? I did. Yeah, what'd you think? It fucking rules. Cool. <laughs> I like Covenant a lot. <laughs> but it still has not connected directly to Alien. Or it connects, you don't want to tell me. Uh, <laughs> you don't connects, have to say that. <laughs> it's definitely more of an Alien movie than Prometheus is. Mm. Right, okay. In in the fact that they were like, oh, you guys want Aliens? There's like 40 Xenomorphs in that movie. <laughs> right, yeah. Sure. And that's what I remember uh, seeing from the trailers. <laughs> I guess I'm kind of curious about like tonally like what Blomkamp would have done because like a lot of yeah like i mean like again like uh uh, sort of one note uh in 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 through a lot of the the the, he's generally dealing with like you know class inequality and a lot of 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 things that that he does so like i I don't know sort of like extrapolating on the fact that these people are certain like essentially cannon fodder that are working for the Wayland corporation being flung out into the reaches of space for god knows what you know anyway sorry i think i find it really interesting that after so ridley scott does the original alien in 79 Mm -hmm. and it's like it's a real art house movie if you go back and watch it it's very artsy and then cameron comes in and makes Aliens, which is incredible, but definitely makes it more of a blockbuster, more right. Hollywood like a, action franchise. movie, basically. It's yeah, action, <laughs> exactly. Like sci-fi yeah. movie, yeah. Yeah. And from then on, it's pretty much it's taken out of Ridley's hands, and they're like, okay, what makes an alien movie? And it's we make the xenomorph. It com- becomes way more like about the icon of the xenomorph than it right. is about like the alien franchise. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of find it incredible that like thirty years later. Ridley Scott comes back in and they're like, you're going to deliver us another fucking alien movie? And he's like, yeah, give me a massive budget and it's going to be about how God doesn't care about us. <laughs> Basically. And the God, God is all. <laughs> he's way more, he's way more like interested in like those deep questions about like nothingness and like who made us and our creator. And I think the studio is more interested in, how did xenomorphs get made? <laughs> right. Totally. Yeah, they or want sort the of alien prequel. Or the uh, the appeal, the intrinsic appeal to his production design. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that like I think because he started doing it was like commercials back in the day. Sure. It was like the first thing that he he did and so he like, did that Apple, like He did the Apple 1984 one. Right. <laughs> cool commercial. Yeah. And and so yeah, he's he's I mean like and Blade Runner, you know, those 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 shots of the cityscape or whatever are just 
fucking breathtaking. You know, like even even like the the gouts of flame coming up. It's like so so evocative and atmospheric. It like sets the tone immediately. So and like know- he's he's known for that. So I think like yeah. I think maybe you know that there's an appeal to his eye on stuff just in general. And I think a complaint about this movie when it came out was some people thought it was boring, and I was like. That's one of the things I like is no. that it's so atmospheric. Right, well, I don't like, think it's boring. Right. That's people who don't, like, at this point in time, the Alien franchise is the brand more than it is the individual movies. And it's like the one movie mm-hmm. that Ridley Scott made is like, it, it is it is like a, a sci-fi horror movie where it spends probably equal amounts of time just being like an exploration of like sci-fi space concepts as much as it is a horror movie in like the second half. Well, you know, so and it's like you spend there, so much time just like listening to beeps and boops and the fucking how the the ship works and just time on the ship, more mm-hmm. than it is like shit's happening. Well, there's there was a moment when I was in film school after there was a screening of the first Alien mm-hmm. movie where it was and the class was run by my by the department head and mm-hmm. so we're just having a discussion or whatever and and we keep referring it to it as the Alien mm-hmm. and there's there's this kid who largely couldn't really contribute to the conversation a whole a whole lot about like the deeper themes or whatever but decides to raise his hand and and be quickly and go like um it's actually called a xenomorph <laughs> and and without uh without missing a fucking beat the guy just the, the the professor just looks out to the class and goes like did anybody hear the word xenomorph in that movie one time <laughs> <laughs> moving on and just just and just washed his hands of that whole thing, and I and I could have fucking cried. That That's was, awesome. That was, and and that really encapsulates sort of what happened to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, the, if if we had only ever known it as the alien from that movie, mm-hmm. then right. you know, like there's there's that would be nice. But yeah, it sort of has become part of like the you know like the standard fare at Comic Con and and you know shit like that right. is like a cool xenomorph costume. Well, it's like people remember like like probably the three biggest like xenomorph scenes in the first movie and don't remember the actual movie so it's like right. at this point they remember like aliens and how badass that is and then like xenomorph kills from the whole franchise it's hardly ever mm-hmm. remembered as like the slow methodical like horror movie that the first movie is they spend well, it spends and- a ton of time like this one just kind of like thinking about what's going on and like exploring mm-hmm. Well, and, and you sort of compare that to, like, the, the immediate difference between Alien and Aliens, mm-hmm. where, like, Ridley Scott, you know, having done these and and Blade Runner, like, mm-hmm. he's obviously, like, a competent sci-fi mm-hmm. director. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's re- not really... I mean, like, whether you like it or not is, is right. the thing that's in question, but, you know, he, he can put them together competently, obviously. But where where Cameron is sort of like a dyed in the wool sci-fi action guy, where like Titanic is like a major departure from that, you know, and everything else is you know sort you know Terminator, Aliens, well, like, Avatar, he does the same kind of thing you know. with Terminator, where like Terminator is like a sci-fi horror movie concept, and then that like, is now run away with itself. Well, it's like yeah. Terminator Two mm-hmm. becomes its own Aliens to its you know its mm-hmm. first yep. movie. And then all of them follow the pattern of Terminator 2 instead of the first movie, really. And to me, Covenant feels like it follows that same format, too. But I haven't seen it, so Andy can speak to it more. But it looks like Covenant is much more of an action movie as well. I, th- I think that it definitely tried to market itself more mm-hmm. like that. And I think okay. a lot of people weren't prepared for how much it was going to uh, connect to Prometheus. Oh, really? Gotcha. Okay. And feel like an actual like direct Prometheus sequel. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll I think, have to watch it. <laughs> I think it has both, and I think it's insane. And mm-hmm. the I only I haven't seen it since I saw it in theaters. And after watching Prometheus, I was like, man, I want to go watch Covenant again, really bad, because I was remembering some of the things that happened in that movie. It certainly piqued my interest. You know, like, yeah. I mean, I I think especially with this one, and compared, like, because I like I like things exploding and and mm-hmm. creatures, you know, ripping people apart as much as the next guy. But oh, like, yes. but that that Ridley Scott like scale and grandeur mm-hmm. that is in this that's depicted in this film is awesome. Like especially when David is like learning how to pilot the ship with like the flute and, oh. and all that shit. It's so funny. And the weird cool. little like egg boiled egg buttons. <laughs> yeah. Just to press, like, yeah. It's just like, like yeah, so him having to like like he looks like a like he's in a high chair at a fucking pizza yeah. restaurant like trying to operate <laughs> this this ship. And so like I just really appreciated uh, that coming back in in full form. That was really really cool. Mm-hmm. And I I mean I think they it's very... say 
Oh, go ahead. You can go ahead. Andy. I was just going to say, I think it's apparent that Ridley Scott's favorite character in this whole movie is David. Mm-hmm. 110%. Oh, yeah. He's chewing it up. All the David stuff is so fucking awesome. Peak fucking Fassbender. I, it's so good. I love David <laughs> so much. And you, there is a lot of quality David content in Alien Covenant. So Good. I've <laughs> oh, heard there's shit. just a scene that's insane. I don't remember. Oh. I just remember hearing when that movie came out that people were like, there's a scene with David that is wild but i can't i I don't know but (laughs) the scene in question i remember seeing in the theater and like i was like holy shit i can't believe this is happening and just hearing everybody else in the theater be like what (laughs) what's going on david's a cold motherfucker (laughs) yeah he absolutely is my favorite part of like the alien movies is that the robots are filled with milk. Yeah. <laughs> and anytime they can show that they're filled with milk is my favorite. And he was yeah. drinking drinking some milk. Yeah. yeah. I also I also appreciate how I mean this movie has a lot of like CGI in it, but mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. appreciate how practical a lot of the stuff in this movie is. Yeah. Like there are actual sets when David's head is on the ground for the most part, it is absolutely him on a set just bending his neck and then they have right. like the prosthetic thing on the end like it's the same stuff that he used in the first alien a lot of it Mm -hmm. and i think that helps with how atmospheric the movie is Mm -hmm. and when when dude's going all zombified or whatever that looks pretty practical on his face oh when he's got the his legs over his head that was terrible yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) when he's on when he's all grudged out outside Mm. the ship yeah uh sean harris a bad guy from um the last two mission impossibles he's so good (laughs) He's so There's good. a lot of people in this movie that I like just completely forgot that they were in this. I was like, oh hey, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Benedict Game, 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 Game of Thrones movie? lady. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, hey, the Game of Thrones. Yeah, exactly. Isn't it exactly fucking thing. awful that that's how she's gonna be remembered forever? Is like very rarely by her name. Like, I will oh, tell you, my first thought was that she's from the Witch, the witch. and then I was yeah. like, oh, she's okay. also from Game of Thrones. So yeah, that, that lady first. from Blank is <laughs> still. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I do great. like I do like her a lot in this movie. I especially like the scene when she's trying to wake up Naomi Rapace and just says, just "Gonna put you to Betty bye." <laughs> yeah. We're gonna go Betty bye. Yeah, the two finger smack is I think the only way I'll wake people up now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just... <laughs> That's fair enough. Imagine get a two fingered smack from one of those fucking Prometheans. <laughs> send, send you across the room. I, w- I, I was think... gonna say that they say that um, God, we're created in God's image. Looking at the four of us. There's no way we were created in the engineer's image. No, <laughs> no, no. Those engineers no. they are had like ripped. They had like, <laughs> yeah, 30 packs, bro. Yeah, oh man. Yeah, and it's like, like JoJo's Bizarre what are they like? Adventure. They gotta be like bitch. eight feet tall, nine feet tall. They're just oh, like yeah. big, they are big dudes. Big boys. <laughs> Keep, so, keep talking about them for a moment because I found a piece of trivia that made me laugh really hard about oh, them. And I'm going to go find it real quick. Okay, Good. please. Yeah. <laughs> they were they were they were super cool. And like again tying into like the the alien conspiracy things or whatever with like they're they're sort of like, you know, like uh uh what is it? It's uh, like Roman noses, mm-hmm. you know, and, and right. the brows basically, and things. They basically like, look like sculptures, basically. <laughs> right. You yeah. know, like, so that's that's sort of, you know, this lingering theory is that, like, you know, these different, like, Olmec and Toltec, uh, you know, uh, these ancient megalithic um, sites with these different sculptures with, like, the big noses okay. and things like that are supposed to reflect them. Anyway, you found your trivia. I found it. <laughs> you look very excited. Ridley's, okay, here's what it says. This is on IMDb, so I don't know, like, how how accurate it is but it's a fun piece of trivia okay so ridley scott described the engineers as tall elegant dark angels concept designers neville page and carlos huante cite greco roman gods the works of jw turner and william blake a painter who employed religious Mm -hmm. symbolism oh they do look very william blake they they based their appearance off of the statue of liberty michelangelo's david and elvis presley (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, that last one. Huh. The and abs came I from read, Elvis Presley. <laughs> once okay. I read that, I looked at one of them again and went, oh shit, there's the king. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there huh. he is. He's not dead. <laughs> yeah, never died. He's in all of us. <laughs> He's in that little pod just waiting to be woken up. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, Elvis was an engineer. So I remember looking it up and knowing the answer when I saw Prometheus the first time. But what is happening in that first scene? When he drinks that liquid to kill himself. Life, what? Yeah. So I think this is how I interpret it, and I'm pretty sure it's what it's supposed to be, is that they are basically like scientists. And this is 
millions of billions of years in the past and they come land on earth and they want to basically they're spreading life all around different planets in the galaxy and so but they got to do it by like drinking a suicide pill that breaks down their dna and then and he puts falls it in, everywhere exactly he falls okay, in so that was water. just my thought i was like why why kill yourself why not figure out a different way to do it because <laughs> it takes his dna breaks it down and then turns it into new life basically. god when his head okay. fucking bumps off that's crazy oh yeah Ooh. yeah when his eyes are, like twitching and stuff that was another cool practical effect too that his head like mm-hmm. twitching and well getting bigger oh well yeah oh uh, yeah when they like plugged him back in yeah. or whatever yes. oh, that's what, I, yeah. what, what were you talking yeah. about yeah we were talking I, about the big the, the very, very oh, just the, that's him with him, like yeah, okay, gotcha. yeah, because yeah. like it shows like the liquid like going down his like veins and stuff. That was mm-hmm. just a, it's just weird. <laughs> it's a, a lot of a lot of the imagery is just like gross, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just gross. Like the whole scene and, when she has to get that the alien ooh. out of her stomach is just it's, it's just ooh. so like on un- it. Like I was ugh. like, ugh, I don't know if I can watch two inches like, from her face while she's it's, trying to get out of it. It was wriggling. Yeah, just yeah, like great- squeeze by it. It's some great body horror, and I think that Ridley Scott understands that, like, he had to do something kind of crazy, insane over the top like that, because that's what it felt like to audiences with the chest burster in 1979. Right. Because, like, when people saw that in the late 70s, they were, they, people were not prepared. Like, a lot of people, like, right. threw up in the theater when that happened. God. So it was kind of like, his his attempt to make something just as, like, viscerally mm-hmm. hard for an audience to watch in 2012... Mm-hmm as it was he, for people to watch the chess first. Sure, well, sure and did it. Yeah. It was sort of like a Willy Wonka thing for the cast in the original Alien, too. Like, they didn't uh-huh. fucking know what the fuck they was going on either. Right. That's very yeah. genuine fear. Oh, man. <laughs> my, my favorite story of genuine fear caught on film, I think, that I've ever heard is is another favorite Christmas film is in Die Hard mm. when, <laughs> when Alan Rickman is being tossed off the uh, Nakatomi Tower where, like, they're like, all right, you know, he was very serious about the whole thing like you know like you know we're gonna do this by the books or whatever you know mm-hmm. and they're like okay we're gonna count to three and then we're gonna let go and then they tell the stunt guys like okay you know you you know we said one two three then go let him go on three then the stunt guy let him go on two <laughs> and so everybody's like oh dear and so yeah that's like yeah that's very 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 real fear on alan rickman's face <laughs> and that's it's great. awesome that's it's good. like yeah. it's, a, it's such an iconic shot yeah it's awesome um another another christmas movie that that i could think of that has something like that is django unchained when leo smashes his hand that wasn't Right. That mm-hmm. wasn't planned, and like right. when he smothers it all over uh, Kerry Washington's face, like that's his yeah. real blood. No, <laughs> he like no. apologized profusely to her afterwards. Icky. That's a Christmas movie. Absolutely, takes place at winter. There's okay. winter. <laughs> there, there it is. I yeah. was like, "Where's the Christmas at, Andy?" There's a prolonged <laughs> winter scene in that movie. Yeah. It's Christmas. That counts as great. Okay, I'll someone's birthday off. in winter. They mention cake. They're celebrating Jesus's birthday. <laughs> yeah. That's it. There it is. Movie, it's a Christmas. It also movie. came out on Christmas one year, so it's a Christmas. Okay. Movie. Ta-da. 2012. Any any oh, Star yeah, Wars counts. Yeah. Wow. Great movies. Damn. Well, no, Star Wars came out before Christmas. Anyway. <laughs> movies shit. See, I hadn't uh, seen Prometheus, so this was like, did, oh. what I knew. I knew the engineer. I didn't know his name, but I knew what they looked like. And mm-hmm. I knew, like, I'd seen, I think, 20 minutes on TV with my dad one time when I went to go visit my parents. I had not seen any of the action scenes. I hadn't seen any of those. I saw, like, a talky bit. <laughs> I just kept going. <laughs> uh, and I'd seen the fucking, all the, the shit being talked about it for the last eight years about how it was bad. And I remember, no. like, Andy, you and Sammy rules. telling me that it was like, <laughs> it was like, oh, you know, it was pretty good. Because I think that was when Alien Covenant was coming out. You guys were like, I mean, it wasn't bad. And yeah. So I was like, oh, you know, maybe. And then, like, I think the last year or two, I've seen film critics kind of go back and be like, yeah, I, we don't know what happened here. This is, like, not in comparison. It's not a bad movie. It's just a little no. misguided. And, you know, I watched it, and I was like, I, overall, I did. I think I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It, it clearly it, has some, like, issues that I don't think it, it quite gets over to be, like, a really good movie. But it's got so many cool ideas, and it's shot so mm-hmm. well, and there's, like, stuff that, like, you haven't seen in an Alien movie since the first one 
that like mm-hmm. I was sitting there, I watched it. I started at like ten o'clock last night and finished it at midnight, and I was like riveted the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it, it's a, it's a bit slow and it's a bit like uh, misguided and where its plot should be and it, like meanders. But I was like into it. I was I was into seeing like what they did with each scene, and it was like I... all the way through the end. I was like. I'm interested to see where it goes. It, I, th- I think my main oh. gripe um, with the setup mm-hmm. is is between the characters of Numi Repes mm-hmm. and and her her partner in it. Um, yeah. It doesn't really de- yeah. it, it doesn't really really. I mean, like it, she's the scientist, mm-hmm. but she's also the excavator who finds the cave at the beginning. So, are you? Did, did you just go to school for fucking? 25 years and you're an archaeologist and a super scientist or is standards different in 2089 i don't know i like i think it would have it would have lent better to the overall narrative if if there was some more conflict between them Mm -hmm. more than like oh well we come this far and now i just i'm gonna drink because they're not here didn't turn out the way i wanted it to turn out (laughs) right like that's sort of the only little kind of kerfuffle that they have and then the rest you know starts going downhill very very quickly because he starts it goes downhill real quick in this yeah it's all going pretty good i would say he starts to feel sick and it is not even five minutes till he is torched like it is so fast of him like go just he's not looking good and then he is torched alive and like that's it all right yeah I mean, like, and and maybe they could have maybe thrown a throwaway line from Charlize Theron, you know, mm-hmm. talking about like quarantine protocols on this mission or something beforehand. Like, you know, if if you even sneeze when you come back in, I'm gonna uh, fucking torch you because she's mean I'm and on, she would say that. No, I'm on Team Charlize in that decision. She's yep. like, get out of the way, we're torching him, and yep. I'm like, hell yes. Team she's Charlize wrong there. very very rarely in this yeah, movie. So actually, she she is she is correct in this movie. I think I, the I want to talk about the the um, the logistics. Okay. <laughs> so at some point, something leaves him and goes into her, <laughs> but there's still something in his eye when he wakes up the next morning. So I think so it's like, like corrupted his DNA and things. Yeah. Right. So now okay, like so his testes a, have just turned gonna... into like some egg sac thing for a, a demon. It's the, so that's what I was wondering, like, what if he would have stayed alive? What was going to happen to him? I think just what same... happens to the one dude that turns into zombie? Probably, man? I think so. Yeah, probably. Okay. So I Good. think that this. <laughs> you movie... know what I heard? Oh, real quick, one more thing. When she, when he said that she was She's got Columbo. Th- he was <laughs> she was three months pregnant. You know what I immediately thought of? Hmm. Twilight. I was <laughs> 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 so like, oh man, that baby's going fast. <laughs> All right, you go ahead, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say that I I think that this movie is a prequel to Alien, but like a very far off prequel to Alien. Because sure, I don't right. think this thing we see at the end of the movie, that's not the Xenomorph. Because it doesn't know. It has his, its jaw comes out. It doesn't have a second tongue mouth thing. Right? It's still it's a early, difference. Yeah. It's an early yeah. version of it. I've I watched think... enough Dragon Ball Z to give it a pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. Well, it more also shows till we get on the to its wall final form. When, in the in the room with the big stone head. It on the the wall. It shows like a xenomorph, like in the wall, like a form of it. So like, they always like come into they become some vo- version of a xenomorph. And I think I it, just think it, that depending on which path they take, they kind of take yeah, on those characteristics. Yeah, right. that would that would make sense. The one we see at the end, like it happens in the other alien movies too. Like whatever they decide to face hug basically is what they mm-hmm. they meld with and so mm-hmm. like the thing we see at the end of the movie is a engineer xenomorph not a human mm-hmm. xenomorph but it comes from it, i think it's almost both isn't it because it comes out of a human and then also through a engineer it, yeah and i think that's like how we get that Starting alien to get the, the mix going yeah right we get right. the early versions of that and then alien covenant kind of continues I was gonna say, which uh, alien... holds continuity with alien versus predator 2 that's what they were shooting for <laughs> in alien 4 one of the main concepts is like aliens that are fused with humans or they're like uh-huh. hybrids of of xenomorphs and humans are xenomorphs and like a cow and 
several things. <laughs> people deciding what their humanity is when they are part Kill of Xenomorph. I did see on Twitter yeah. um, that he, they originally wanted a dog in a Xenomorph costume to be running around, but then they couldn't stop laughing at how it looked, so they, did, they scrapped it because it <laughs> that just was on looked Alien so Street. silly. Yeah, they yeah. have yeah. they have like a like a um, a, a, a big dog in an alien costume. And yeah, it it's like a whippet, funny. like one of those it's like whippet kind yeah. of dogs. Yeah, Jesus, <laughs> in a Xenomorph costume. It's so and funny. They're like it's both terrifying and cute at the same time. We can't do this. <laughs> uh. Well, so and at the end of Alien vs. Predator, the little guy bursts out of the chest. It's got the little dingle dangles on the side of its face like a predator. I'm just saying. There's <laughs> continuity in these films. There is. Dig deeper. They xenomorph into whoever they it, come out of. Gosh. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks everybody. And I Put think that this movie is confusing because what it's what is presented to us about what they're doing on this planet is everybody wants to know like i think a lot of people are like that's the plot that's what we're supposed Uh to worry about and ridley scott is like no that doesn't matter it basically it's a mistake they were engineering like a bio weapon basically they're like bio terrorists and they made this weapon and it went very wrong and killed all of them (laughs) right and that doesn't Mm -hmm. matter and i think the way it's set up and the way a lot of like modern audiences watch movies that are plot based Mm -hmm. i think they're like the plot of the movie is to find out what was there and what are they hiding and i think ridley scott is not interested in that he's more interested in in the themes and like the pondering of the what it all means you know but then but then he still sets up for the sequel to that they still want to find that out like that doesn't end there either though but i think she's there they want to go find them to ask them why they abandoned them not mm-hmm. not really well, we're also was... we're going to kill them and use those use the xenomorphs against them right but i think what the studio and what audiences wanted were xenomorphs they're like right. we want to go find oh, out yeah, totally. what the xenomorphs and really scott's like no we, i wanted to go have a conversation with them about like we made life you made life why are we different mm-hmm. if i'm a god and you're a god what separates us mm-hmm. right nothing not not a goddamn thing i do like that this has a lot of horror tropes in it too like Mm -hmm. those two dudes that get lost in the tunnels of like i'm gonna touch this penis alien like that's the thing i should do right now (laughs) well (laughs) and and i will say that that is that is part of what i i like that i and i and i think that's 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 part of the, the appeal of the original alien is that it's sort of poetic how every crew member goes out in that movie. Probably uh-huh. barring Yafit Koto, because I just don't like watching him die and things. He's great. <laughs> Except for, you know, fucking live and let die, because that's just that's that's just fun watching scene. a man get inflated to death. <laughs> that, yes. That um, might be the best, best death scene in any movie, period. Maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, I think you're... You, yeah. can, but, you don't have to say that as a question, Andy. You're you're right. Okay. <laughs> but you know, like you look at at sort of how everybody dies, and it's like the captain is like being like macho captain guy with a like the flamethrower or whatever, going off uh-huh. to like take care of it himself because he's a captain and that's what he does, and he gets burned. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry Dean Stanton, I think, he cares too much, and he's out looking for the cat, and he's mm-hmm. out by himself and gets murked. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Logan. Uh, is is super indecisive and can't figure out like a side to pick on anything and so like when the the, the alien shows up she just stands there and like can't decide to, she's paralyzed with fear so like every thing that happens is poetic in that mm-hmm. way and and I think that this does a good job of sort of um, of 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 so I I think I mean maybe barring like Shirley's Theron. Um, in in the but like way of running away I think from everybody I think that is the weakest death that that's the sequence well, that it's, makes the least sense. It's it's simultaneously like a very weak death like narratively, but then very strong because her scream is so scary, yeah. <laughs> it's so primal and good. And it I just reminds believe... me of what I love about her in Mad Max. Like oh, she's yeah. just she's just a fucking powerhouse. She's really yes. really good. They're just. I, I mean, it's it's famously known as the the running away from things in the completely wrong direction because the main character falls over, rolls over twice, and is out of the way of the ship when the, all, they, all they did was keep running in the wrong direction and Charlie Theron dies because of it when she could have taken three steps in any other direction right. and, in a way and not been killed. I, like, I do think that there's something to be said about she is 
she is in the situation, it's very different to watch it and say, you could just run to the side. When she's right. in the situation, it it could be like, she's flustered. She's just done, dealt with a whole bunch of shit. She just sure. watched mm-hmm. her dad die, you know? Yeah. It, and it could be like, yeah, it's easy for us to say, yeah, just run to the side. But in that situation, mm-hmm. it might be difficult. I think the way it's shot makes it look like, oh yeah, she could very easily <laughs> run away. Right. I mean, that would yeah. Well... And and I think maybe that's even a difficulty with the scale of of the ship because yes. realistically, like that's like an entire walled city. That, right. That's that's yeah. That's so landed there. I guess so, the fact yeah. that the main character can just Liz or uh, Elizabeth, yeah, can just yeah. roll away and be out of the way when that shouldn't have been the case either. I guess that's is right. what I'm trying to say. Well, like, <laughs> and I think maybe what it was trying to say there is that like you know it was the conversation that she sort of had with Wayland too is like what did you want me to like stay back in a fucking boardroom like you really think that's how I roll like I don't think right. so and so I think that was sort of the same thing is like she had the choice of where like she could have just fucked off in her little ship and been fine but she made the choice to be in the middle of the situation because that's who she is right and so I, I guess with a little bit of thought it actually makes quite a bit of sense and but is I it know- it's it's not Stanley Tucci's boy in the crew is it he just looks very Tucci-ish. Uh the is guy who's it- like making the bet it, no isn't with- that uh, Reese Ivans I don't know. I don't know. He he I has a, a he has a Stanley oh. Tucci appeal to me, and I just <laughs> and I just I was eating it up. Or the when I realized when uh, Waylon shows up again, I was like, oh yeah, that's Guy Pierce. Yeah, I saw him. And I was like, <laughs> oh fuck, that is Guy Pierce. <laughs> and it's very strange that they would cast Guy Pierce to be in old age makeup the mm-hmm. entire movie. Like, right? But because they wanted it to be a Max von Sydow, he's oh. who they originally cast as that. Ooh, that would have been cast, so sick. They cast um, Guy Pierce because he was originally going to have a whole bunch of scenes as young Wayland, and they actually mm. filmed a bunch of viral videos before Prometheus came out of him doing like TED talks oh, wow. as young Wayland, like very very young Wayland. Oh, interesting. And there was there was a long sequence that was cut where David can like go into like his little helmet thing and communicate with with him, and they're communicating with him as a young man. And then when he comes oh, out, okay. thing, he's very old. So, like, gotcha. there was a reason they cast is so young, but what ends up in the movie is just Guy Pearce in really old makeup, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His, and can his we talk little about crinkly, crossy toes? Her kissing his hand. That part was weird to me. <laughs> Charlie Theron, when it reveals that it's father, the way she, like, kisses his kisses hand was ring. very. <laughs> kisses the ring. I don't know. It was just a. It was kind of awkward. It was like. The fact that she then says "father" is not what uh-huh. I was getting. It was cut was get, like the vibes I, I was getting from you that. Liked my liege more. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I think it's a. I think it's a really interesting dynamic of what they're trying to do there because it's like, she's very up. She's only her entire life tried to like live up to him as his actual like daughter, right. but all he's cared about is David. All, he's like, yep. I finally have a son because he created life but the life that he actually created he right. could like doesn't give a shit about doesn't it. give a yeah. shit about yeah i just it was very weird that's all i totally got I, I totally got but it was just it was weird <laughs> well and 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 sort of like in the way that it's put together like there's there's like subtlety and like mm-hmm. knowing looks and mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. things like that that sort of add add some tension to to it especially between her and david mm-hmm. you know right at the beginning yeah Right. I'd watch a whole movie that's just Charlize Theron and Michael Fassbender playing Vickers and David. <laughs> it's I'd a watch dinner with Andre, but it's just the two of they, them talking about life. Yeah, just remake I'd that uh, Chris Pratt Jennifer Lawrence Pratt. movie, except put uh-huh. them in it instead. <laughs> just, okay. <laughs> they wake up. She wakes up early and has to wake up David, and then they just have to have adventures together. <laughs> that script for Passengers won the blacklist. It was supposed to be like one of the hottest scripts for years, and then they made the movie, and it sucked. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I'd watch a remake with Fastbender. Just those two. <laughs> Charlie yeah. Theron. Playing their I've characters. I've seen your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so are they making... And that's a, that was a weird thing, too. Is that something that's been set up in Alien before? Is that you could just see people's dreams while they're out? In the box? I don't know. In, in the box? No. I don't no. know. I don't and think you can so just because... see, uh, what's his name, Patrick Wilson? Is that his name? Yeah, Patrick yeah. Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> just Very brief out. part with Patrick Wilson, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what is Wilson? No, because, and I think yeah. that's another interesting thing that this movie does, is in all the other Alien movies, it's always, like, 
a shock or surprise on who the android ends up being. Right. And right. this movie from the very beginning is like, no, it's David. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's David. This very this clearly. motherfucker doesn't act like a human. Mm-hmm. Please make I love that he dyes his hair when he's all oh, by himself. Yes. He's like, I'm hey, watching Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah, shooting hoops. <laughs> Having a great time. <laughs> Fucking he's got. Life. He's great. He can. He can make a basket while ride a bicycle at the same time. I can <laughs> hardly good. do either of those things. <laughs> Which I can't help but feel is a is a reference to Alien Resurrection when Sigourney makes that right. basketball shot. Ah, uh, that's good. <laughs> oh, that's Which she good. actually did. Mm-hmm. Which she did. Everybody lost their minds. They don't catch it in the shot because it goes out of frame and then comes out. So for a long time, everybody thought that it was like a fake. Like she she throws off screen, somebody catches it and then throws it in the basket. But it was just that it wasn't cropped incorrectly because she actually did make it. That's <laughs> awesome. Such rules. a fucking shame. Oh, Sigourney man. Weaver is the biggest badass ever. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, I would. And you know, it was always weird ever since after Alien Three. It's weird when she comes back to the franchise, but it's also great because you love to see Sigourney Weaver. She belongs in an Alien movie, you know. I would. Right. I get more excited about her being in an Alien movie than I do about Arnold Schwarzenegger being in a Terminator movie anymore. I agree. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know why they relegated him to like the tech guy role. I don't believe a fucking word of that coming out of that dude's mouth, unless it's yeah. about lifting heavy things. <laughs> What are you referencing? It's like the most recent one, like like not uh, what Genesis? Yeah, I, like, I think. Uh, wait, which one? Salvation. That's no, the, no, the one with Amelia Clark. Oh, that's not the most recent. Oh, Dark Fate's the new one, and that one's much better. Okay, that's yeah, the one Fate where Sarah Connor comes back. Yeah, in that right. One. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Because the like one Dark before Fate. that or whatever, he's like trying to like talk about CPUs and processors oh. or whatever. I'm like, no, 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 that's no, not, that no, no, no. Dark Fate fits no, no, no. that. It's like the opening to Twins, where he's like trying to talk about like genetic research oh. or whatever. I'm like, oh. nobody <laughs> believes the whole this. The <laughs> 90s movies where Arnold is like a scientist is befuddling to me. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> or they're like, Arnold's the everyman. He works in an office. He's right. just trying With those to muscles. equally <laughs> untrue and unbelievable. Which is exactly. <laughs> he's just trying to make his kid happy and get him a Turbo Man for Christmas. Oh, I love that movie. It's oh. like Holy in, shit! In Dark Fate. They have like a throwaway gag that he's like a fucking like like a guy who runs like drapes for windows, and he's like a window guy and stuff like that. So like, he just looks like that, and they're like, it's a good joke that like yeah. you don't expect him to do that. It's <laughs> not so unbelievable that it's science, you know? <laughs> right. Yes. So, Andy. Yes? Are they making a third one? I don't think so. Because, no, I, I mean, Ridley said he was going to work on a third, and I would love nothing more than them to do another one. But they also just announced that um, they're doing that. They're doing an Alien TV series for FX mm. with hmm. a Noah, hmm. Noah Hawley, the guy who yeah. did... Fargo, oh, I do remember Fargo you saying, and Legion. Tell us oh. about that. Yeah. yeah, he and as far as I'm concerned, he has a very hit or miss track record. Mm-hmm. So, some of the seasons of Fargo are very good, and uh, Legion is good, but like his movie that he did is not very good. And they said that a, the Alien TV series that they just announced on that Disney thing last week. Mm-hmm is going to be on FX mm-hmm. and FX on Hulu and it's going to be set in the very near future on Earth and I was like I don't want that <laughs> nah why? oh I don't why? give a shit about that well yeah that's what the one thing I realized from Prometheus I was like Kenzie brought it up she's like 2089 is like not that far away and we are not going to have that technology and, in 2089 well, <laughs> telling you that right now there's no way <laughs> the first alien movie is like several hundred years later Right. Yeah. I think Alien is like in 25 something. So, it, this is yeah. way before the first Alien. And what I do kind of what I do kind of like about that and what I think this movie does better than say like the Star Wars prequels is where it's like the technology in this movie is very like brand new, expensive, right. Apple like all the scientists and the big corporations, a trillion kind of, dollars worth, yeah. Right, and by yeah. the time and by the time we get to Alien, it's like it's a freighter. <laughs> you get yeah. every, you get everyday people out there working in right, the middle of space. They're trash guys. <laughs> by the time it gets right. to the first Alien movie, they're like yeah. space trash guys. Yeah, it sort of reminds me of like heavy metal. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like silly yeah. silly stoner aliens, <laughs> <with> <laughs> big big space cargo freighters. Yeah, 
Sammy, have you seen Heavy Metal? I have not. Oh my That's god. Oh, it's a treat. That fucking oh nice. man. You guys it's, remember it's coming so, to my apartment so and watching that? Big and dumb. Oh, oh it's so good. <laughs> it's so night. it's so it's so big and dumb and fun. Uh-huh. Good. Like Oh man. Yeah, it's it's absolutely ludicrous. And the voice the voice actors in it are great. Yeah. I mean, you got like Eugene Levy and John Candy and yeah. music. The soundtrack for it's fucking awesome. <laughs> well, That's one of my favorite get baked and watch things. But I yeah, think, this uh, is fun. I think I have no choice but to make you guys watch Alien Covenant in the near future. You do? For the I know yeah, what I sure. what I was like, I'm on break, I want to play a bunch of video games, and this one definitely made me want to pick up Alien Isolation again. Did you ever play that game? Oh, yeah. that, I didn't, because it's a long, it's a pretty I long game. I you guys are playing it, does, it together. Yeah, it does yeah, get pretty repetitive on what you have to do. It's just like, hide from, the, hide from these robots, or hide from the alien, and get from one point to another. It is terrifying but it does kind of get repetitive for a little while but it does it, i talking about that like atmosphere i think it does a really good job of having the same atmosphere as the original alien because it's it's like you play for an hour or two before the alien even shows up like i you think play like that's yeah. like one of the only alien games that captures what's great about alien because most right. of the games are really bad because they're shoot them up shoot them up right. yeah and this they're one's not it's aliens the game and... where you show up and they're like Hey, you some bitch! Here's your gun. Go kill some worms. <laughs> yeah, that's what. Most that, yeah, of the so alien I, I might have to. I don't. I will not play it with the sound thing because yeah. that was that is Ooh. terrifying. That was awful. I, I'll never forget when we were hiding in a vent. Andy was over, and the vent <laughs> opened, and it was off in the distance. And Andy was like, "There it is!" And it turned and looked at us, and we were like, "No!" I remember getting that way when I was watching my dad play Splinter Cell when I was a oh, kid. Oh. Yeah, oh, that's good. Those are good games. Well, Sam Fisher, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. I remember watching a playthrough of that uh, the Alien Isolation game, and it was like that was a great story. And I was like, I, I think for quite yeah. some time that was like one of my favorite Alien entries. I was like, man, I wish they turned that into a movie. And I was like, wait, they can't because it's really the formula is it's redoing the first Alien movie. Right. So it's not like yeah, you can do that her, again. with her daughter. Right. And that, the story elements in that are really good, but it just doesn't translate to another entry in the franchise. But it yeah. also has that cool, like, I think it's a DLC bit where you can go back and, like, go on the Nostromo. And, you're, like, you're basically watching log, but you're doing, like, you're doing the playing. But you're watching, mm-hmm. like, the logs of what happened in the first movie. Mm-hmm. And like, then I know there's really a survival cool. mode where you get to play as Sigourney and you're just trying to live as long as possible. Yeah. And you st- it starts you with the flamethrower, and that's a pretty cool cool mm-hmm. mode, too, the, if yeah. you want to do the shoot 'em up version. but <laughs> I think my yeah. biggest problems with Prometheus all came down to, like, uh, like poorly... I, I mean, not poorly, but characters that aren't, like, super fleshed out and, like, plot mm-hmm. stuff that doesn't quite resolve. And that... I was thinking all day about it, and it's funny that you brought up a fucking anecdote about it, about how they wrote the movie, because it felt like to me that a lot of, like, the stuff that happens in this movie is stuff that, like, it feels like scraps that Ridley Scott's been working on for 30 years, and then he, like, worked away backwards into incorporating them into a movie rather than writing the movie from scratch and having those kind of like reverse happen. engineering it yeah, yeah. so it's like the, the yeah. fact that you said that like he basically just like told his ideas to someone else and they turned him into a script that makes so much more sense because there's right. so many there's like a lot of really cool ideas and then like characters don't like they get they do something and then like don't show up again just or just to die or there's like plots like the fucking alien abortion sequence happens that's a big fucking like a big fucking sequence that happens and then the second that they run into old guy Pierce, like that's dropped. That's never referenced again. It's suddenly his. They plot. moved on. Yeah, yeah. and it's like yeah. that. That fits with like how the movie picks up and starts going. But like, there's a lot of ideas that just like don't have any time to breathe, and they're never referenced in exchange for like like just another thing to happen in service of right. like all the other and- ideas they have <laughs> to get through. Like, you're totally right, like, with the characters, like, mm-hmm. most of them were assholes, and I did not care about them, uh-huh. and I couldn't name any of them. TJ over here named every single alien character, because he cared about them, and, like, knows them, while in this oh, movie, yeah. you don't, there's only, like, one person that you really want to keep, right. like, live. It, it's funny, <laughs> so, they, all, like, they almost all feel like a fucking space uh, drama, like, stereotype, and then you remember that, like, he kind of set up that whole version of the genre from Alien. 
so it's art. Right. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, a lot of characters kind of like a lot of characters and plot things happen kind of feel like they were like a leftover idea he didn't know what to do with. And so they put him into this movie, you know, for better or for worse. I think right. it's got a lot. I do like the reveal. The reveal, it's not really a reveal, but the Mission Impossible guy, he's like the big tough dude. I'm doing this for money. Right. And then he's like, I'm a geologist. I love rocks. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like, the fun irony different things. is that, you know, the scariest guy is the scariest guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, though, like, I would absolutely be him to the second they find the big the giant people to be like fuck this i'm going back to the ship right and then immediately get lost when they didn't like just take a left and you're back where you need to be like how'd you how'd you get lost (laughs) (laughs) it's like a big tube you just keep walking (laughs) right it's like a costco in idiocracy right yeah exactly (laughs) welcome to costco i love you Uh, a couple last things that I want to mention about what what I like about this movie. I like the score to this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the sequences, I guess, they played in, uh, backwards. Like, oh. he, like, the music was composed backwards for some sequences, oh. and then they played it backwards so it sounds Forward. kind of eerie. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And huh. then... Um, sure, it okay, I'm following, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mark... Mark Streitenfield is the guy who did it. I, he's not one that I've heard of. Mm-hmm. Not but one of those. He's, yeah. one of <laughs> he did. He's done other Ridley movies. He did Robin Hood. Oh, okay. He did American <laughs> Gangster. He did The Gray. Oh, oh that, that, my that's favorite a, that's date a, movie experience I ever had. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> um, such a good movie. And, and a collective trauma in, in a certain way. <laughs> Another scene that I really, really, really like is when uh, Vickers comes out and talks to Idris Elba, and he's just like, "If you wanted to get laid, you just had you just had to say so." And then he equips with the, uh, the Stephen Stills little bit that he does is great. I, yeah. I didn't like that. <laughs> I love that part. I think it's like, TJ. I know loved it because he was like, "Just imagine if I was Vickers. I know exactly what TJ yeah. was thinking during that scene." <laughs> I'd, yeah, I'd bust it open. Yeah. <laughs> And she does too. She's like, my cabin, 10 minutes, let's go. Captain. (laughs) Captain. That that was one of the only things I didn't quite love about it is the like the the pop culture references. Like I think with David, that's fine because he's a robot. But like when Idris Elba does that Stephen Stills reference, I was like, to them, that's like me referencing Charlie Chaplin. So I don't get why Mm -hmm. why that's like (laughs) There is a There is a baffling one in Alien Covenant uh that I, I will get into when we eventually watch it, talk uh-huh. about it. But it is Good. something that the pop culture reference exists as a main part of the plot oh, because no. of something that happened in the real world, in, like, the production world during the making of the movie. Oh, no. Hmm. It's very funny and very <laughs> weird. <laughs> Good. So, Can't wait. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys got anything else to say about Prometheus? Well, Andy, uh, you thought to ask? I yeah. Wow. No, I thought it was just that was it. Was so wonderful. Thank you. We should maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe we should make that standard. I think. We <laughs> <laughs> Any final <laughs> thoughts? <laughs> I mean, we're still working. We're still working this out. We're still working the kicks out. We just figured out how to Two introduce ourselves without stumbling over each other like a bunch of stupid children like three months ago. Yeah. So like we're with this baby steps. Don't no no no. You're, yeah. Don't. You're, you're you're my favorite, and I love you so much. Aw, oh, cute. I am very excited to do our little our little gift exchange. Uh, that'll be that'll yes. be a good time. Yeah. I'm waiting yeah. on Special one thing. I'm so live mad. on air. It. I literally in like the tracking for the one thing I have left. It arrived in town yesterday, and uh-huh. then it just apparently didn't get off the truck, and it just got sent back to the last place it was. And it hasn't no. updated since. Oh. Like it was literally in town and then left again. So <laughs> I was like, "This is a." You didn't even trip. call, Dad. He's <laughs> gonna have to go and like find that package. He's gonna have to go after I'm it. I'm gonna have to drive to Federal Way and get it back. <laughs> You're gonna have to jingle all the way, brother. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh man. So uh, yeah, next week we're gonna have an episode that comes out on Christmas Day. It's gonna be a Christmas miracle for you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. A, a little gift from our family to yours. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we should do Christmas cards next year. We should. From ne- would... Never seen any of this Christmas cards? Yeah, send, one all... a, send one to Nick P. By all then. four of our faces like this and just send it away. <laughs> well, hopefully by next Christmas we'll all be no, fully vaccinated. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Wait, Sammy, are you, are you saying that you you don't trust the vaccine? You're not going to take it? Is that what no. you're trying to tell me? Oh, <laughs> you boy. can't make me. I don't, Uh-oh. I drink Red Bull, but I don't know what that is in that vaccine, so I won't take it. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Looks well, like we're gonna turn, huh? Well, yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll save this for the after party. <laughs> Looks like we're gonna have to take old Sammy out back and old yell him. <laughs> oh, no, no. I should be the one that has to do it. Yeah, yeah. it's fair. It's, it really is more like it. a Marley and me situation. Oh. <laughs> oh. We've grown, we've loved, now we gotta put an end to it. <laughs> oh. But I but you gotta torch me like in this movie. That's oh. I, go. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like in Marley and me. I was like, am I really misremembering what happens at the end of just Marley? Just Jennifer Aniston with a fucking flamethrower. It's like, man, Owen Wilson's a real one for doing that. Yeah, like, I'll do it if I gotta. I was like, I don't think I was crying that hard where I missed that plot point. All right, Andy, you gotta borrow your mom's creme brulee torch. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. It's gotta be a tiny torch. Wait a second, I didn't agree to such a tiny torch. Slowly. Think we have a slowly. Big torch? That's the only one we got. You 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 asked for death by firing squad. That's what you're. This do. hurts me more than it hurts you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just grab like one of those little lighters. <laughs> just, a big lighter just hold that up to me. <laughs> yeah. Fucking imagine quick. it was Arguably a zippo, quick. and it just like every time I flip uh, it, it only works like a third of the time. Ah, keeps blown out. I'm so, I'm sorry, sweet prince. Good night. Ah, ah. Oh, oh, wait. I can, oh, this one's out. Give me another one. Your living room is super drafty, brother. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, uh, if anyone out there has uh, has anything to say to any of us, if you if you want to fucking come for any of us, there's a couple ways you can do wow. it. You can get a hold of us on our Twitter at NSAOTPod. Or you can send us an email at our Gmail, which has never seen any of this pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or you can head over to our Facebook page, also known as our free Patreon. Free <laughs> Patreon? That's the dumbest free bit. Patreon. I know, but it's going to keep <laughs> it's not going. A bit, it's I guess so. Evergreen. The more, play, the, the more it happens. <laughs> yeah, it, we're playing it now. <laughs> That's where all of our episodes come out first and Except where all your info for RSS feeds, which, if anyone's in a podcast app, it does go there first. <laughs> That is true. Well, cancel our free Patreon. We don't need it anymore. (laughs) Doing all this for nothing. (laughs) All right, boys. Well, I think that about does it for this week's episode of Never Seen Any of This. We'll be back next week with another episode. But until then, we'll say bye. 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 Love the one you're with. Love the one you're with.